and welcome back to the show ladies and gentlemen we are gathered around the fire for another episode of Camp Shivers and today we'll be talking about the future of slasher movies you know you have Jason, Freddy, Michael Myers, Leatherface but we'll be yeah yeah I have uh, Joe and Jake with me Joe do your thing hi it's Joe from Monsters and Mad Men Reviews I'm probably the reason you're watching this podcast and Jake say hi hello everybody thank you for being here I'm not grateful. And anyway, so we're going to be talking about the future of slashes. As I mentioned those names previously, they are the classic monsters, as Joe called them, the Mount Rushmore of slasher icons. But we're going to be talking about some more recent movies and seeing if any of those uh, new monsters have uh, not replaced per se, but are the new icons of the future. So I think what would be fun is what we'll do is just... We'll talk about the slasher movies that have come out since 2000. Anything that's come out before that doesn't count. And then at the end, after we just kind of talk about these as a group, we decide which three would be on our personal list. Sounds great. Uh, you want to go first? Kick us off, Joe. So, there's You're wearing your Michael Myers shirt, so it's only appropriate. So, it's really hard thinking about where I want to start with this because there's so many I love. So the first one I'm going to start with isn't necessarily my favorite we're going to talk about, but he's probably like second place. I just think uh, this is one that if they, one, found a new director compared to the original one uh, and found someone who could do it just as well, it'd be a good one. And that's The Creeper from Jeepers Creepers. The big problem with that one is uh, the director and writer of the first three is a pedophile. What an, so that's a huge, huge problem. What an asshole. Yeah, he's bad. But Jeepers Creepers 1 and 2 are great movies. The Creeper himself is like a bat demon and he uses weapons like a medieval axe and then throwing stars made of body parts and daggers. In part 3 he has a spear. Part 4 was really garbage. They changed the director, which is a good move. But it didn't feel like a good Jeepers Creepers movie. They changed the setting. They didn't They didn't do a good job, to be quite honest. They didn't do a good job. Um, and I think that's a huge bummer. But the Creeper himself is a very disturbing character, very dark character, very violent. But he has a lot of personality. A lot of personality. Um... He's very comical, even though he doesn't speak. And I think uh, that is a real gem. Any thoughts on Jeepers Creepers and Jacoby? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't... I don't like the direction it is right now. Obviously, you saw the last movie in theaters. I saw... I paid for the, the movie theater experience for you that. You should have got your money back. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I don't know. I don't feel confident in what they could do with that character, even though he is a great character, character design. They could do a lot, but uh, it just, we need to get somebody that knows what they're doing. Dylan? I have yet to see uh, Jeepers Creepers, so... I mean, are the first ones worth it, at least? One and two are great. I actually like two a little more than one. 
one thing that I would have changed is in part one, there is a uh, scene that was deleted where he talks, and he has like this old western uh, cowboy voice. It's really cool. He dresses in like uh, like a not a frock jacket, a duster's coat. He wears the duster hat. And then in part one, he looks like dry, like a dry bat monster devil creature. And then in part two, it's the same thing, except he looks wet, like a wet bat devil creature. Thank you for that interesting philosophy. Yes. Next. Well, uh, that I know will be an icon. It already is seeing the dance, Megan. Killer doll, killer robot, actually, and it's a great movie. Joe didn't like it, but I loved it. It's all a satire of technology taking over our lives, but I definitely see that uh, becoming an icon, kind of uh, you know like Chucky. But and they're already making a, a sequel. Should be released, I think, 2025. And if you look up the dance. Is Megan doing the dance in the hallways, but doing like promotion for the movie? They had professional dancers in a Megan costume dancing to Taylor Swift's. Uh, it's nice to have a friend. So, thoughts on that, guys? Uh, I thought Megan sucked. I respect that you like it, but uh, that was. There was awful. enough blood and guts. Yeah, it was for rated you. PG-13, and they're trying to make a slasher movie that's PG-13. The unrated version is better. There's an another slasher movie that I might bring up later that I think had a similar idea, but it did it so much better. But I'll save it for when it comes around to me at some point. But, uh, no, I didn't like Megan. I tried. I wanted to. I went and saw it in the theater with you and Little Joe. And I just don't think I got my money's worth from that movie. Well, I did. Jake, have you seen it? I started to watch it. I didn't get through. Um, I will eventually watch the whole thing. Um, I mean, I'll give it a watch eventually, but just right now. It's a different kind of slasher where it's not blood and guts. Yeah. It's, it's a satire. Kind of the point, though. Well, that's not necessarily the point. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, and Halloween, the original. Don't show Barely me having yeah. blood. Yeah. But nowadays, when they don't make a movie in terms of suspense, and let's be real here, Dylan, it wasn't a suspenseful movie. No. But it's a B movie. It's What was it trying to give me? A robot doll? That's really what it wanted me to... It wanted me to be like, ooh, a robot doll. That's great. But no. Well, it's giving you the satire of technology taking over our lives. Like, I respect that you like something different, but well, you boy, can't, did that suck. Well, you can't deny it's an icon. Right. Uh, we'll go to Jake next. Mine's going to be um, American Psycho. What year did that come out? 2000. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. And you know, that's one that I've said that Jake, that's a really good one. Yeah. Jake should do that for Halloween one year. Norman Bates. Uh, Patrick Bateman. Patrick Bateman. Norman Bates. Sorry. I've done that before. Psycho, yeah. Um, but a uh, really good movie. Uh, one of Christian Bale's best performances. Uh, just a strange, because it, 
kind of gives you that nostalgia feeling when we were kids because we mm -hmm. were growing up in that time of 2000 where Walkmans and technology in New York in the 2000s. Isn't he whistling Hip to be Square? Yes, that was oh, a he, big he loves Hip to be Huey Lewis in the news. He loves it. All revolves around like music that he loves too. Um, that was such a being good movie. successful and. And uh, there's some strange, strange scenes in it, but really good, really well put together. Uh, they did make a sequel. Sucked. Did they really? I yeah. remember. American Psycho 2, it's supposed to be a female. I was about um, to say, and I think it's Miley Kunis or someone who's in it. Ugh. It's actually a good, like, comedy character, but not someone that needs to be in something like that. Yeah, that, that was um, like, I didn't know they good, made a sequel. I didn't know yeah, that, that there's a reason why people don't know there's a sequel because it. Uh, it's not very good. I haven't seen it. Um, I don't care to. I think the first one was done good by itself but it leaves you on a cliffhanger was it in it all in his mind was it real I like, so i would love to see i like to think it was real i do too i would love to see where it all goes and what happened to him i mean they could especially with christian bale today you know a guy he does everything he and does he, everything. he's older now so i mean that's that was 23 years ago so can you imagine if they did it like he how would you do that like i would do it like he got out it of was a real psych ward yes I would say and that he had he's a like party. normal. Yeah, but then, then something makes him snap. You know what I think it should be? What's Huey that? Lewis in the news. Yeah, here's Huey Lewis in the no news. I would add like a dramatic something, like something that from the first movie that sparked them, like the business card in that scene, um, or anything like maybe that. Maybe he sees someone killed in a car wreck, and that's playing on his car. Yeah, and just the sight of yeah carnage. So there's there's that many things awesome. they could do it. That was such a good so. idea, Jake. But that's that's one that I'd like to see. I so wasn't expecting that was one that, that my one. brother he uh, he loved that movie. He watched it before me. He kept saying, "Come on, watch it! Come on, watch!" Finally, I said yes. So we watched it, and uh, it was really good. That's one I need to review on my TikTok. Monsters and Mad Men reviews on TikTok. But uh, is it on TikTok? It is on TikTok. It's Monsters and Mad Men reviews actually on the TikTok. If you want to look it up on TikTok, um, that was a really good pick, Jake. I really wasn't expecting that to come up at all. I, I thought it came out at 99. Yeah, no. That's it's really nice. good. It's right there. What's your next one, Joe? <clears throat> this one is very uh, predictable of me. And in a way, this is basically just Jason Reese in a reskin. Uh, I'm going to talk about Hatchet. Yep. Victor Crowley. Victor Crowley. Uh, very much like Jason, just swap out mom for dad. Set in the Louisiana Bayou. And we've already gotten four movies, and I think they're all good. The first one, they go out into the swamp in Mardi Gras. There's a woman with them who's trying to uh, find her brother and father who were killed by the killer, Victor Crowley. Um, the second one, she goes back into the bayou to try to kill Victor Crowley with uh, Reverend Zombie, who's Tony Todd. This has all kinds of hard people in it. Kane Harder is Victor Crowley. Uh, Robert Englund's in the first one. Uh, Tony Todd, like I said. Derek Mears, Daniel Harris. Uh, Felissa Rose. Q from Impractical Jokers is in one of them. Uh, so yeah, two is they go out after that and try to find Victor Crowley. And Victor Crowley kind of finds them. Part three, they're trying to end him with the urn that has his dad's remains in it. And there's also a SWAT team commander who's Derek Mears, who's trying to take him out, which is really cool to see my uh, favorite Jason killing another Jason. That was pretty cool. <laughs> we get to see Kane Harder really kill at least two, two Jasons. He kills uh, uh, 
Ken Kissinger in uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah, but did he die? All he did was yeah, he throw did. him. He's on the body count list. Oh. Um, and then he kills Derek Mears in this one is uh, Victor Crowley. And then part four was kind of weird because I did like a plane crash in the bayou, but it really added to the atmosphere. And there was a girl pinned underwater drowning who was pregnant, if I'm not mistaken. Like, the Hatchet movies are just a lot of fun and they're a fucking bloodbath. Yeah. Dylan, what do you think about them? Uh, I, I mean, I know Joe loves these, but again, I haven't seen many slashes, so I'm... I don't know many of these movies. Besides Joe, come on, you watch like Z movies and all that. And, <laughs> it's not necessarily a Z movie. I know, but you watch... You, you're Joe Bob Briggs. <laughs> Thank you. In terms of slasher movies, that, or in terms of horror movies, this is really like a star-studded one in the way it goes. Jake, any thoughts? No, I mean I like I like the cast of it. Um, I just thought they're way too over the top. All right, Dylan, you're next. Well, these are uh, based on some of my favorite books, and I know Joe loves them. And Jake, you really should watch them because they're all the slashers in one. All the references, Fear Street. That's a good pick. I could see them doing something more with that. Uh, they plan on it i can see them doing a series uh i know lee janik has said that uh, she does want to continue uh the series and you know the first one is that's a reference to scream uh skull mask second one is at a summer camp so that's friday the 13th and the third one is all of them together how would you do that sequel? Because it was kind of wrapped up pretty nice, if I remember correctly. Well, someone took the book at the end. True. So, I read a theory that it could have been one of the shady siders seeking revenge on Sunnyvale. Always uh, possible. It's kind of weird to make the Sunnyvale people the, uh, the victims, though. Yeah. But, I mean, very true. That, that was just a theory I read. Uh, could do... You know, maybe someone else wants to continue what Nick Good was doing. Selling people's souls for prosperity, you know? That is another good pick. But, and I know Joe loves him. So, uh, Joe's celebrity crush gets killed at the beginning. In the very beginning. Isn't she your celebrity crush, too? No. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... It's not to say I don't like her. But, uh, yes, Maya Hawk gets killed by Skull Mask. And, anyway, uh... Let's go to Jake next. My next one's going to be Trick or Treat that came out in 2007. Um, supposedly, there are talks about doing a second one. I think it's already been confirmed. Actually. Yeah, I just don't think they've... I think they're probably working on it, but there's a lot of movies that they're trying to catch up on, too. Um, Trick or Treat, as we all know, Sam is the main character. He's the spirit of Halloween. Um, but I guess you can consider a slasher movie. I mean, he tried killing the guy with the slasher lollipop. It has elements. Of, I would really call it an anthology. Yeah. But he's iconic. Right. He really, Spirit has a shirt. I think you saw it when we were in the Seabrook one the other day. Yeah. Tour Store is on my TikTok, Monsters and Madman Review on TikTok. But they had a shirt that was Spirit, like the Spirit logo with Sam on top. And Dylan's been Sam for Halloween in the yard before. And much like when you're Michael Myers, people stopped him and asked him for pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, he's an iconic character, and we never got enough of him. He is Halloween. He literally is Halloween. And that's, uh, I, one, I can't he wait. He is 
ghost references. Uh, no, anyway, though, like, I can't wait for the sequel. Uh, finally, I was able to see this movie with with you, Joe. I, I even I bought the movie. I think all four of us were there. Yeah, I even yeah. bought the movie. But I love the anthology. Uh, I can definitely see Sam being... Uh, I, I do want to see more of love him. slashing, doing, doing his thing. Because he... That, Michael Doherty and Trick or Treat got done dirty by the studios. So, I, uh, I'm i excited to see more. Yeah. And yes, it's one of my big Halloween costumes. I go with Sam and yeah. everyone wants to uh, get a picture. Joe even has a well, little... the perfect size, so... Yes. Joe even has the little uh, animatronic of Sam. Yep. My and dude, groundbreaker, my yeah. And a groundbreaker. I used him last year, right? I think I did. Yep. Yeah. So, it's a great choice. Good pick, Jake. Good pick. Uh, my next one is probably very predictable. I'm sure you guys thought this was going to be one of the first ones I had to say because of how much I loved the second one. Art the Clown from Terrifier. Yeah. Yep. Freaking love Art the Clown. Again, like the Creeper, he has a personality, but he has a huge personality. And I love how brutal he is. From sawing the woman in half with a fucking hacksaw from her fucking groin to her fucking neck. It's fucking awesome. I didn't want to say pussy on your podcast. You just did, so whatever. <laughs> I freaking I loved him cutting the woman up in the second one and then coming in and dumping salt and freaking bleach on her. I loved him shooting the mom in the face and then posing her in the kitchen and stuffing her face full of mashed potatoes. Oh my god. It is amazing. We were in the theater, me and little Joe, to see this. And people were leaving. It was awesome. My favorite Art the Clown scene has nothing to do with violence. It's him in the Halloween store. The girl keeps looking at him. And he's standing by the sunglasses rack. And he's just looking. And it cuts to her. And it cuts to him. And he's looking intently. And it cuts back to her, and then it cuts back to him. He's wearing sunglasses that look like flowers. <laughs> and then it cuts back, and then he's making a face. And then it cuts back to her and cuts back to him. And now he has ones that have eyes on him, and he's bouncing them back and forth. Great movie. And it's a good movie for the whole family. It's not. It, 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 I mean, it depends who your family is, I guess. What, I love him. I love him so much. This would also be a great time for a quick honorable mention. Uh, Horny the Clown from uh, Drive Through. Not quite good enough of a slasher movie to make the uh, list. Isn't that basically Ronald McDonald? Yeah, it's basically if Ronald McDonald starting killing people. Oh, God. And the head was, was that guy's name who did the If He Ate McDonald's Every Day for 30 Days? Morgan Spurlock? Yeah, he's in the movie too. Oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that one's a good movie. It's not quite enough, quite one enough for me to say it's iconic. But it, um... We know you love clowns. Yeah. I have another honorable mention, too, while we're talking about it. I have one in. Uh, the Devil Killer in uh, Satan's Little Helper, but a little boy uh, with special needs who becomes friends with a serial killer, and they go around killing people and hitting pregnant women with shopping carts. But anyway, Jake, your thoughts on Art the Clown? I think he's overrated. I know a lot of people that have do like him, but I also know a lot of people that can't stand him. Yeah, but, uh, you know, anyways, Art Clowney's going to be popular. I'm sure we'll get a third movie. But, uh, Joe? You think I'll have to donate $500 to make the third movie happen? Yeah. <laughs> like with, I did for the second one? 
So Dylan, we're back to you. Well, I'll choose one. Uh, it's not really a slasher, but it's got slasher elements. You know, killer stalking people. Final destination. Yeah. Death. And who's the slasher? Death. Do we see him? Nope. Does he have a cool weapon? He kills people in cool ways. The only one I ever cared for is um, the log. I didn't really care for any of the Final Destination movies. Though I've heard them saying that they were thinking about doing a prequel about Death doing all of this stuff on like a fleet of colonial vessels like pirate ships and shit. Which I think could be interesting. Yeah, no, I... I, I don't... I like the franchise, but I mean, it could be written a bit better. Mm. Uh, a lot better. Should be a way to uh, beat death. Like, if death is just going to win, then it's not really a point. So I think death always wins. I think there should be something. Don't you forget about dying. Let's all agree, though, Tony Todd as uh, Bloodworth is the best. I forgot he's in those. So I, I'd like to see something more with that. If they are doing that prequel, that would be very interesting. I do know. They do want to continue the franchise in some way. It was supposed to be an X-Files episode, but uh, not saying it's my favorite, but I'd be interested. It's kind of a slasher. I see what you're saying. I wish we got some form of, like, visible thing. I'm not necessarily saying we see death. Well, he's usually a shadow or, like, a... Well, I, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. I know what you're saying. Like, I wish there was, like, a physical embodiment, I guess. But I don't necessarily want to, like, see him. Like, I don't know. Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah. I know. I told you, I think it could be written a bit better. So, you know, if something happens, you know, I'll, I'll watch it. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I haven't watched any of those movies in a long time, but I agree. Yeah, they're over the top. I think they're a little overrated. No offense to your goofy pick. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, Jacoby. The, uh, next one I'm going to do is The Strangers. Um, we got two movies. First one was really good. Second one was... Uh, yeah. And first then, one I love. I think I showed that to you outside. Yeah, we, we sat out here, yeah. That's a I think fun little one. Joe was with us. but um, My favorite part of the movie is when... Uh, the guy fucking buckshots his friend in the chest. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> he kills his own buddy. <laughs> um, but that'd be kind of cool just to see where it kind of goes. If they're going to do two, they can redeem themselves with three. It never really happens, but who knows? Who knows? Joe? So my next movie is one that I love dearly. The Hills Run Red, Babyface. Only ever got one movie. And you were him a, for Halloween last year. I was him for Halloween last year. Um, he is a... Well, let me back up here. Basically, it's about this guy who's so obsessed with this slasher movie called The Hills Run Red. And he's trying to find a copy of it because no one's actually ever seen it. But what it basically was was the director was running a snuff film. And all kinds of fucked up shit happens. He finds this girl because it's the director's daughter. And then the babyface killer shows up and starts killing people who's supposed to be the killer from the movie. And then you learn the director was a real fucked up guy, so not only was he doing the snuff film, he was raping his daughter, got her pregnant with his son slash grandson. And the gr son slash grandson was so fucked up 
that he fucking mutilated his face and started wearing the doll mask. And this is very graphic, but there's a scene where Babyface, he in the movie, the movie inside the movie, he's like Jason. He's simple, easy to trick, a slow person. And uh, Babyface in our world in this movie is about to rape this girl. And she starts singing him a lullaby and he's going with it and she keeps going and then he stops and goes, you know, you can keep singing if it makes you feel better. And the whole time he's just a normal fucked up person. He's not like mentally uh, incompetent. And when that happened, I was just like, oh. And there's things about that movie where as it goes on, I'm just like, wow, we should have seen that coming. Like there's a scene where someone's trying to scare him with a flare and he keeps backing up and he has the ax and he's like acting nervous and then he just pulls out a gun and shoots the guy. And it's like, oh, we should have seen that he was intelligent coming. Yeah. Great movie. It's a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely not a movie I recommend for everybody. Do they uh, end up killing him in that one? No. They win. They kill his dad slash grandfather. But, uh... But they win. They kill one of the guys they mutilate uh, and basically kind of brainwash and leave him for dead in the movie theater the one who was actually obsessed with the movie and they keep his girlfriend and uh, he rapes her so much she gets pregnant at the end of the movie and the mom and daughter of Babyface and the director is kind of running it and Babyface is still there so it, it really, at the end of it you're just kind of like ugh but so I love the, it so the much. real killer in real life in that movie mutilates his face. Yes. Ouch. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's a lot, though. It, like, it does this, seem like a lot. This is not a movie, like, if you want to be hanging out with your girlfriend, this isn't the movie to put on for some sweet lovemaking because she's so scared. This is, if she watches it with you, she's going to file a restraining order and leave you. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sad thing about this movie is it came out between Friday the 13th in 2009 and Halloween 2 in 2009. So he, his baby so face's competition yeah. was both Jason and Michael Myers, and there was no way he was going to win that. No. Dylan? Uh, well, for my last pick, uh, I'm going to choose Happy Death Day. Good choice. That's also Babyface. Yep. But uh, a different, different Babyface. mild Babyface. Yes. <laughs> it's the... Uh, school... that's, that's Diet Babyface. Yeah. <laughs> it's the school mascot uh, with, like, the Bayside Babies. Something like that. And so basically... I haven't seen part two. I've only seen the first one. First one was good. First one was good? I just haven't gotten to see part two. First one uh, basically about a girl who finds herself in a time loop, and she has to find out why she's in a time loop, but she's also being stalked by a killer. The thing I really like about that movie is, you know how like in the 80s, it was all the holiday slashers? It's kind of a holiday slasher. It's Groundhog it's, Day. Well, it's Groundhog Day, but it's a birthday. Yep. Question for you, Jake. Who wins in a fight? My baby face or Dylan's baby face? It's your baby face. Remember, <laughs> remember uh, well, well, in the second movie, it's more sci-fi. Is it really? Slasher. I haven't seen the... She figures out why she's... Uh, in a time loop. It turns out it's a college experiment gone wrong. Like a bunch of engineering students 
we're trying to make some like generator. Uh, I just like the idea of some fucked up limbo better. But uh, and they are gonna try to make a third movie. I hope they kind of do the requel thing and just don't do that. I don't know. Maybe I should watch. The, maybe I'll love the way it is. But you, it doesn't sound like I will. It, I thought it would be when I first heard of these movies. I thought, oh, it's a generic slasher. Then I was like, okay, these are funny. And two, it's it's interesting. A time loop. I love second it when one, slashers like have their thing, you know. And I think the time warp thing, because like, who wants is the time warp happening to? Is it just? Well, the thing is, it's only happening to her at first. Then she realizes that. In the second movie, like, oh, this machine mistakenly targeted her for some reason. This is why they want to make the third movie. And then, at the end of that movie, it targets her uh, bully. Her, uh, yeah, her bully, the Alpha sorority sister. I will say, the twist in the first one about who the killer actually was, I didn't see it coming. Matthew I've, Modine's daughter, too. I fucking figured out every single Scream movie. I figured out uh, Urban Legend... Did not get that one, which is surprising because it's actually fairly obvious when you think about it. But yeah, no, and uh, I don't know. It's just the movie is another Blumhouse movie. It's fun. It's funny. It's can be a bit scary. It's heartwarming too. Because no, it's scary at all. <laughs> but uh, no, that's I'd like to see that come into come into play at some point. So anyway, moving on. Jacoby. Um, one. <laughs> my last one is going to be the collector, and uh, that is a that both movies are really fucked up. The second one gets really fucked up when you find out what he's doing with everybody. So that's one I've saw the first one and I absolutely love it. Yeah, I need to see the second one because I saw it, but I was completely fucking shit housed. Yeah, but the second one is uh, interesting because that's when you think they're gonna get the collector. Then all the mercenaries go in and he fucks them up. He has like traps set like um, um, Jigsaw and them. So. Well, yeah, he basically does Jigsaw traps in their house in yeah. the first one. But I really like his character design, the black mask. So what he was, if I'm, I might, like I said, I was shit house. So don't get yeah. mad at me if I'm wrong. Wasn't he like keeping people? Keeping people and like putting, trying to create like body monster body but it was fucked up he's basically taking people's body parts and sewing them together and and he's just a weird he's a fucking weirdo and he has he's he's wicked smart has a high iq um and the guy that you know he collects in the first one lives who really shouldn't have been collected he was just breaking into the house in the first one yeah i know and then, that was funny because i was like i hope they kill him and then as that movie went on i was like oh my god so they the the first one the way it ended, everyone loved it so much that they really wanted a second one. So they made the second one, and they left that one on a, um, you know, like, what's going to happen. So now I'm pretty sure they're going to do another one. You know it would be a fun versus movie? If they put him, somehow, in one of Jigsaw's traps. Yeah, something Jigsaw like that. should be an honorable mention, but I think all three of us kind of universally agree those movies kind of fucking blow. Yeah, it's... Sorry. I'm excited for Saw 10 just because it's a Halloween time Saw movie, but... They just keep making them. They, they don't end. They should have ended after 3, because 1, 2, 3 are great. And then the story concludes, but... Fuck do I know. Wow. Mm. Anyway, that's a good one. So my last pick here... Is a... Uh, 
interesting one. It's little known, laid to rest, Chrome Skull. Uh, basically, this woman in the first movie wakes up in a mortuary. She doesn't know who she is. And she's kind of trying to escape from this killer. He's this big guy in a black suit with a camera on his shoulder. And he's carrying two, like, military knives. And uh, he's a serial killer that's operating in the southeast of the United States. And he films his murders. Uh, he's really cool. He's intimidating. Um, one of my favorites, Laid to Rest 2, is kind of awful because they had more antagonists when it should really just be Chrome Skull himself instead of like a cult gang situation. But, any of you guys see Late to Rest? No. I see, I, I actually one day... He's probably going to be my Halloween costume, but I'm going to do like a modern version. Yeah, I watched bits and pieces of the first one. Um, it was on like... Uh, sci-fi or something like some one of the horror channels mm -hmm. I didn't get to see the whole thing but he's definitely a cool design that's why I'm gonna do him he's also a big bald man and they do go. tell you what his real name so is but you. that sucks I hate that if they're gonna tell you who it is it needs to be something twisty like this is a gross exaggeration but it takes place in Georgia can you imagine if, like, the plot was he's the son of the governor or something crazy, and that's how he's slipping by? But you learning exactly who he is, I think, just kind of ruined it. And Laid to Rest 2 sucked, so I really only like to watch Laid to Rest 1, but I watch it a lot. I think that would be a good fight for the Collector, too. For, Chrome like, Skull. Like, if the Collector is setting something up in a mortuary and Chrome Skull is trying to get in there to get the victim... So the victim's trying to work through the collector's traps, and the other collector's trying to get Chrome Skull, and Chrome Skull's trying to get the collector. I think that'd be a cool fight. <laughs> I probably think the collector would probably win, to be honest. That being said, in part one, they kind of melt Chrome Skull's face, and he still came back, but whatever. <sighs> yeah. So I believe anyone have any other ones? No, that's... There's so many... We could be here all day, but no, I don't have any more. All right, so now let's pick our top three. If we're making a modern day one, and this doesn't necessarily have to be which ones are your favorites, just which ones would you like to see get more movies? Take a second to think about it, and then once you're ready, I'll start. Three, uh, huh? Three. So I'm going to pick Art the Clown. I love the terrifying movies. I love his brutal violence, and I think it's a good Halloween movie. I'm going to pick The Hills Run Red, Babyface. That movie was intense. Now, I'd like to see something like um, their families send, like, a search party, and then Babyface is taking them out, doing brutal violence like he was again. <sighs> Three's hard. I want to say Hatchet. Just because I would love to get 13 of those goddamn movies like Halloween and Friday the 13th have. Just because he's an over-the-top slasher. I don't know. The last one didn't make too much money. The last one they didn't really fucking advertise. They just released it in the middle of a con. Uh. But uh, that's my three. Tell him. Well, uh, first I'm going to say Fear Street. Uh, you know, again... Let's combine, you know, Art the Clown and turn that into a Fear Street killer or something, because it's just a compilation of all the classic 
monsters, let's make something new. I will also say Final Destination as well. I'd like to see it a, a little more well written, but I think in the right hands it would be enjoyable. Yeah. And as much as I want to say Megan, I think it's definitely going to happen, but like, I kind of don't want to. I kind of want just one movie. But I'll stand by uh, what I said, Happy Death Day. Yeah. Okay. Because there's the time loop, the sci-fi. I bet they could do something else. The, uh, the director already did uh, Freaky. Remember that? <laughs> the, the body switching. So. That was bad, but in a fun way. But uh, there's... As you, as you said, Joe, uh, slashers can have their thing. What new thing can they think of for Happy Death Day 3? I think it's called, it will be called Happy Death Day to All. Yeah. So, wait and see. My three are American Psycho. Great one. Trick or Treat. And probably The Collector. I gotta go see the second one. Well. But yeah, that's. That was fun. Yeah. That's, uh. Uh, let's wait and see what comes next. Time will tell. Yes, I've always wanted to do a slasher movie. So. But always, always remember too. Sometimes dead is better. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank you guys for coming on the show. Hell, Satan. Archangelo. And with that, I'm I say, praying to Jay Man as we speak for forgiveness. Does he know you? He does. <laughs> does and he know remember, you? come man, be funny. <laughs> and with that, I'll say, lock your cabins and. It's lights out.